welcome to Hyperbaric Living Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tamasha, and today I have with me Honey Renesella. She's an executive director of MAPS Conference, and we're going to talk about upcoming MAPS Conference, Lyme disease, and of course, special needs children community. Uh, welcome to the show, Honey. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Let's start with your story because uh, you have quite a story that brought you here. So I have, um, I have three children. Um, I have a daughter who's going to be 24. Um, and I have 22 year old twins who were diagnosed with autism, mito disease, seizures when they were two years of age. So they kind of, um, they were developing totally fine. And when they regressed, it sent me into a tailspin of what's going on. What do I need to do to help them? How can I heal their body? How can I build them back to what they were prior to this, you know, regression that they had had? So that sent me into a crazy world of biomedical interventions. And, you know, at the time there were Dan doctors, now there are MAPS doctors, um, and they literally saved my children. So I am so passionate about these modalities because, you know, I have seen firsthand what they can do for kids like mine. Um, that's a long story that we put like in three sentences, right? I know. I know. Oh my gosh. I have to try and condense myself because there are so many stories I could tell about them, but yes, I mean, I, I, they're very different children, but yeah, they, um, they, we've done pretty much every modality out there and we have some that are amazing. And I know like, you know, behind you, I could see that you have a Viteris behind you. I have the exact same one in my dining room. Um, we removed our dining room table and planted one there because that was one of the critical components for keeping inflammation down in my kids. So yeah, we have done a lot over the years and, um, you know, with everything that I had done, I wanted to help other parents understand this. So I jumped into helping with nonprofits and I was in leadership role with nonprofits for almost the last 20 years prior to my onboarding with maps. So I was doing parent support and now I'm working to do physician support because I want more doctors to be trained in using these modalities to heal our children. Thank you for doing that and congratulations on your new position. Uh, could you tell us about MAPS? For those, uh, le let's imagine that people haven't heard of it. What is it? So MAPS is a like a comprehensive program that has been developed by doctors for doctors where they offer CME accreditation and the latest research, up-to-date treatments for kids with special needs. MAPS is the only teaching fellowship for children with special needs. So there is nobody else that's focusing on complex medical disorders, neurodevelopmental disorders, autism um, in the pediatric population. We are the only one. So it started with um, Dr. Dan Rosenal, who had two affected children. They had autism and he was like, nobody's doing any research. Nobody's diving into this. So that's where it's the Medical Academy of Pediatrics Special Needs is what MAPS stands for. And so that's where it kind of got started. And then along the way, they ended up bringing in, you know, you know, we have leaders with mast cell, we have leaders with seizure disorders, we have, you know, leaders speaking on inflammation, hence I have a chamber. Um, you know, it's just the, the top in the field of anything that's pressing with our complex community right now. Because when you start treating a child with autism, you find off right away that if you dig deep, 
there are a lot of things that you can be treating. So it's kind of bringing in the best of the best to show these parents, I mean, these physicians, I'm sorry, how to help parents, you know, heal their children. And each conference, so to say, although it's an academy, so it's done by modules, right? And each one focuses on specific topic. Is that correct? Correct. So we typically, so MAPS has a, there's a fellowship program that you can go into. So if somebody's a pediatrician, a general practitioner, whatnot, um, they can attend the conference and just get the CME credit. They can get the education. Or if they want, they can actually go through the training. So MAPS offers, um, they're called Advanced Clinical Matrix. There's five of them. So typically it's like neurology, GI and nutrition, immunology, infectious disease, metabolism. And each track kind of focuses on what you really need to know if you're looking at a child with special needs and autism and any complex neurodevelopmental disorder. So we do have that um, covered from one component for MAPS to offer like through the fellowship, but in our conference per se, we also pick like one thing that's really pressing for families that physicians are just seeing a lot of, that parents are coming in, you know, struggling with one specific topic. Um, We just had an event in California in September and our primary focus was PANS, PANDAS, um, infectious disease. And so we have an upcoming conference and our plenary, which just means where all physicians kind of come together as one, is going to be, um, the whole topic is going to be covering chronic infection, like with Lyme, Lyme co-infections and pediatrics. And they both will do the science of this, as well as the uh, practical solutions of how to heal this so that we want people to be able to identify it. There's a lot of kids that come into, you know, they come into these practitioners and I don't think the doctors even know to look for Lyme. And what they're finding is there's a lot of these kids when they run a test, I know this personally actually happened to me recently. My doctor's like, it looks like Lyme. And I'm like, "Ah, it's not Lyme. It was Lyme. So I think it's something that gets missed a lot. Um, And I'm super excited that we're going to have a full day of what we need to know about it and then um, how to treat it. So, and obviously they bring in the latest and greatest, you know, tips and tricks and tests and we have great exhibitors coming and it's just going to be an amazing, amazing event. It's something that a lot of MAPS doctors, I don't think are educated on, you know, we even have a a discussion we're um, hoping to present like how HBOT can help within Lyme because a lot of people are misunderstanding how to use it. And they're like, oh, you wouldn't want to put somebody in, you know, a chamber if they had chronic Lyme. But in some cases, when the child is ready, it's absolutely appropriate. So we're bringing in, you know, some specialist well-versed in hyperbarics and Lyme to discuss kind of merging that in there as well. So lots of great, lots of great info for our practitioners. You've mentioned to me that there is, um, um, right before we started the podcast, you've mentioned that, that there is a whole Lyme epidemic among special needs children. And could you tell us a little more about that? Yeah. So what we were finding is that, um, you know, PANS and PANDAS is like huge with our population and, you know, it's pediatric autoimmune neuropsychological symptoms associated with strep. So it's just where you've got this neuroinflammation, your body can't rid the virus from itself and it, it lands in your brain and then you get all these crazy, you know, neurological issues. So when you have a child with special needs like autism, um, and I can speak firsthand cause my, my twins went through some pandas nightmares 
and came out and they were fine. Thanks to my maps doctor. But when you address pandas, it's not always strep. So that's why we have pans. And what a lot of these practitioners are finding is that they weren't able to identify what was the actual underlying cause making these kids kind of like crazy. Um, you know, when you have that neuroinflammation, it just exasperates any symptom that you might have with autism. So again, treating that neuroinflammation is going to reduce the severity of any child's autism. And when they started digging deeper, a lot of our really good um, faculty were finding that Lyme was at the core of these pants flares. And recently, and I, you know, I can't really speak to it, um, but I will mention that a lot of our kids that were exposed to almost like a, a COVID, um, it's either triggering, tripping up, you know, revamping underlying Lyme that might've been dormant prior. So we're seeing a lot of that right now um, with our families that are reaching out to the MAPS practitioners. So we're bringing a lot in to help discern, like, what is this? Is this, you know, is this COVID? Is this Lyme? Is this PANS? How could it like kind of merge? You know, how do I, we identify it, pull it apart and treat it accordingly. So, you know, there's just, it's just so much that we're all learning. So really these doctors are staying on the forefront of, you know, what do we need to do to test? How can we figure this out? And how can we help these kids? So up yeah, until, lots, lots, yeah lots up, on, up until now, it wasn't customary to, um, to necessarily test all special needs children for Lyme. No. Uh -uh. And COVID, Wait, I think yeah. we yeah, we need to, we need to, we, you know, we just needed to bring it to the attention of all these physicians. Cause like you said, it's not something that anybody has ever, um, you know, I, I know, I know plenty of MAPS physicians who are amazing with kids. I mean, they have recovered kids, they have healed kids, they have improved the lives of so many children. Yet there are some kids that have gone to these doctors and they've never been able to find an answer to a certain population. And then, you know, they'll go to another doctor and lo and behold, it'll be Lyme. I can actually speak. There's a woman and I know she wouldn't mind me mentioning her name, but I will refrain, but a very well-known woman. Um, she's written some books, um, in our community and her son is, you know, he's an adult now. And she went to, I believe it was 12 or 15, specialist, you know, and, and including a, a MAPS doctor, it's one of the reasons we want to bring this, you know, board and nobody could figure out what was going on inside of her son. And he was just regressing and he was having night sweats and dysautonomia and just these crazy things kind of, kind of came out of nowhere. And it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And nobody, it was like this mysterious disease that nobody could figure out everything that they tested, every infectious disease specialist, immunologist, nobody could identify it. And lo and behold, she actually came to um, at the time I was with the national autism conference and, um, with national autism association. And I was throwing the national autism conference and she attended. And one of our maps physicians was talking about, you know, like pants, flares, Lyme, like what you really need to be aware of. Cause nobody's looking into this. And she went and spoke to the, a couple of the doctors that were presenting. She went and got her kid tested and he is riddled with Lyme. I mean, like just, it's just like mind blowing that it was like, oh my gosh, how could all these doctors have seen him and never thought about it? Because it really wasn't on the docket. I mean, everybody's aware of like pans and pandas, but 
you know, we want to take it to the next level and see like what really is, I mean, what's really tripping up these kids and a big component of them are testing positive for Lyme. I have five friends, you know, very well-known people in this community and all of their kids are having issues and testing positive with Lyme. It's just, it's just crazy. It's, it's crazy right now. So I'm super excited that it was brought up. Um, it was actually Dr. Nancy O'Hara's idea. Um, she's one of the top pans pandas experts out there. And, you know, she was like, we really got to start, we got to start talking about Lyme. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be bringing it to a lot of the practitioners. Uh, that's really good news. And um, I should say Lyme, Lyme is notorious for that. First of all, it's a great imitator. So it imitates all other diseases. And sometimes it's a diagnosis of exclusion. You get to Lyme when you've excluded everything else and then, oh, maybe it's Lyme. And people regress, and especially with COVID, because COVID is known to reactivate all yes. hidden infections. Not only a Lyme, it does so with mold, Epstein-Barr, and other viruses that could be dormant. And then with COVID, it all surfaces up. But when Lyme is dormant, it doesn't mean that it's not affecting the system. Mm-hmm. So in a way, even though it's unfortunate, but in a way, COVID is bringing to the surface so many things that need to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, I'm really glad that you're doing this conference. I've attended MAPS seven years ago. I did foundations. That was amazing. I learned a lot, even though I went to naturopathic school and a lot of Lyme modules were on functional medicine. So we did learn that in naturopathic Mm -hmm. school, but it was still a different perspective, new information. And I'm sure that things have changed, you know, in the past seven Mm -hmm. years, a lot. And there's Mm -hmm. uh, even more cutting edge um, information, doctors sharing their opinions. That's, I think, what's cool about it is that opportunity to speak, because that's what we all lacking is this professional sort of development among like-minded people, so to say. And and MAPS conferences are great for that networking as well. That's that's what Uh, matters. Absolutely. I love that you touched base on that too, because I actually was just at the um, ILADS conference and it was interesting because I was talking to a couple of people that were so excited we were bringing this. Now, a lot of people do, you know, there, there is a lot out there for, you know, Lyme and, and the awareness, but not a lot for the pediatric component. And it, definitely not a lot for the, you know, autistic population or these complex medical kids. So you have to really know to look d- deeper because like you said, it will mimic other issues. Like they thought my son had MS. So, you know, we, we are, I'm so excited that we're going to be bringing that to our pediatric physicians and practitioners. But what I have to say is that when I was out there, there were several of the practitioners that were so excited about it because they were talking about how they, they love maps because it's, it's a very humble, very genuine, um, very warm environment. None of the speakers are, um, I think, I, I think that with my onboarding, I take pride in the fact that I've been, you know, I've been volunteering at MAPS since its inception. So I've been involved since day one. And I know these are the kindest physicians and they are there to network with the other physicians and make sure that, you know, it's like almost like a friend to talk to. It's another colleague. It's somebody else for a second set of eyes. You know, it's just a very warm and inviting 
atmosphere. And I loved hearing that when I was just at the recent conference, because, you know, it's something that I, I have felt from day one that has always made me want to volunteer and participate because they're just the kindest speakers. And they're truly, I think this is such a delicate population that if you're involved with the special needs community, you have to have a good heart. You, you just have to be a good soul. I mean, they are they are the toughest of the toughest cases to crack because they're developing. And, you know, it's different if you get Lyme as an adult than it is if you have a, you know, a child who's developing. So, you know, it's going to affect their brain. It's going to affect them, you know, their cognition, their language. It's going to affect their behaviors. Our special needs community is, it's a tough one to address and look deeper, but these, these people are committed to these maps. Practitioners are committed to digging deeper. They're good, good people. And we have a clinician directory. We have, I believe, 60 international um, clinicians. So wherever people are, you, you know, you can pretty much find someone. And I do always encourage people, we're right now, since my onboarding, we're trying to revamp our clinician directory to have it listed from two different perspectives. We're going to show people, you know, um, who's a member. Um, who's a faculty, who's a fellow. And it kind of shows you a tier of how involved somebody is in, you know, the program and not to say that a new member starting out isn't going to be amazing, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you can look and see like, okay, how much have these people invested? And like, for me, I knew my kids were really complex and I needed to go to one of the faculty, like my, my twins had seizures and pans and, I mean, at one point, my son had life-threatening seizures. Like, so, um, you know, I think it's it's good for people to be able to see, do I want someone in my state? You know, I'll start there. And then maybe, you know, I'll look at somebody who's maybe higher up if I don't see any results in a couple of years. Like, you know, it's really good to, you know, first and foremost, get in with any MAPS doctor to kind of run, like you said, with foundations. When anybody has attended one of our conferences, they get the foundations. It's where we encourage every physician to start. And that covers everything that you should know to look into if you're going to start treating a child with special needs and autism and complex issues. So any of our MAPS doctors are trained in that modality of the foundations component. So then we're starting to list on our website also um, specialties. So this is something I really wanted to bring forth for our MAPS members. Like we have, like I just mentioned, Dr. O'Hara, she's really good with PANS, PANDAS, Lyme. Well, that should be listed on a specialty. So if you have a child that has a specific issues like seizures, you might want to go see Dr. Fry, Dr. Rosignol. If you have, you know, GI issues, you might want to go see Dr. Usman Singh. If you have like the PANDAS, you might want to go see, you know, so... We're trying to um, make it easier for families to find exactly what they need because, you know, just because someone's in your state, you know, there are a lot of doctors that will say, I am not first in line. So if you think this is a Lyme issue, you want to go see somebody who is. So we were trying to figure out a way, and the same would go for seizures, that we could give parents that option to be like, if this is your biggest issue, you might want to look look for the specific needs you have, not just in your specific state, but it will be listed in everything. And by the grace of God, maybe somebody that has their issues in their state, but if not, they have to travel. So I live in Pennsylvania and I actually personally see Dr. Usman saying, and she's in Chicago. So I drive 12 hours to see her. So she's worth every mile I drive. So I had, I had Dr. Usman on the show. We recorded Mm -hmm. a really great episode with specific 
advice for specific conditions that could be seen in special needs children. I love her. She is such a great doctor, amazing person. I would I would drive 12 hours. You know, yeah. Easy. It's 12 easy. hours each way. So yeah, easy, easy. I will drive. I would drive to the end of the earth for her. She has helped my kid immensely. And she is who suggested I get the soft chamber. You know, I mean, she was like, you you have to try it. Like it's it's just gonna keep that inflammation down. So yes, I I I love it. I'm so thankful that I've I found her. So Thank you. Thank you for this advice and thank you for coming to the show and uh, sharing all this information with us. Um, Lime Conference is really exciting and everything else that you're doing. Um, you've mentioned that you, you're thinking about um, putting together a resource for parents. Mm -hmm. Where parents should be looking? Is it going to happen next year? Do you have specific dates maybe or how? Well, so we do have on our MAPS website, we do have a, a parent. Um, it says click here for more information. So I do have, um, I just talked to two amazing women, um, part of my tribe that um, are taking on supporting these parents, you know, trying to get them to the right doctor. Um, we are starting a a new avenue of resources, you know, that's up on our website. So there is information up there and we're going to continually be updating, revamping. And we're looking into, I'm hoping by next year, we'll be able to start doing something for parents, if nothing else, than a MAPS parent webinar, you know? So um, even if we just start there, I feel like there's so much new information that since the MAPS are kind of I mean, I don't want to say they're the best of the best, but in my eyes as a parent, I believe that they are in treating our kids. Because again, we're the only pediatric, you know, affiliation that focuses on that special needs community. So I feel like, you know, if we can get their information directly from their mouth to parents, it's going to be the most powerful. So I'm hoping that after we do conferences that we can take some of the up and coming things that they just presented and learned from each other and share that with our families. So I'm hoping to do, you know, some maybe like two conferences a year, you know, even if they're one day seminars in a couple areas, you know, so maybe starting with the webinars, but eventually I really want to help the parents, the parents as well. So people need to stay on that maps website because we're going to keep updating things. This is really exciting. And I want to wish you all the best in your endeavors and this work that you're Thank doing, you. helping other families. Uh, I'm sure you receive emails, messages every day thanking you for what you do, but we want to thank you also at Hyperbaric Living from the bottom of our hearts for all of this work that you do for other people so they know that there's someone out there that can help them. Mm -hmm. And I just want everybody to know our kids can get better. It can get better. I mean, it's just so important that we all just, just, you know, focus on our kids can get better because they can. I'll have all the information in the podcast description below. And if you think that this episode can be helpful to somebody, you know, please send them a link. Otherwise I'll see you next week.